Hello, this is Joe McGee. Welcome to our podcast. Make sure that you subscribe and please share the podcast with your friends. That is the number one way you can help us reach people with God's love and healing. We love you guys. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hello, everybody. It's Joe McGee. Through the Bible, we're going from Genesis to Revelation, one book at a time, one chapter at a time. I tell people, you know, the Bible is not written in chronological order. It's written from the longest book to the shortest book. Now, I've shared this so many times in our program. Genesis covers some 2,500 years. It covers a lot of history. You get all the way down to the book of Jude, the end of the New Testament. Jude's not even one chapter. It's just some says. And so it goes from the longest book to the shortest book. It is not written in chronological order. But what we're trying to do here on this program, we're trying to go through the Bible in chronological order as it happened, as it happened, because the Bible kind of jumps around. And so if you don't know that, you read the Bible the first time, you get kind of confused. I thought we'd, ever, we'd already covered this. Well, it was written by somebody else. But So God said all the, all the words of this book are in here by divine appointment, but they're not in chronological order. So what we're trying to do is do that. So today we're picking up in chapter 8, chapter 8 of Numbers. Numbers is a great book. Uh, you don't want to read it late at night. It might put you to sleep. So start during the daytime, and we're going to go through this today. This is a great story. This is called Preparing the Lamps. God is so detailed in everything he does. Verse 1 of chapter 8 of Numbers. The Lord said to Moses, give Aaron the following instructions. When you set up the seven lamps in the lampstand, place them uh, as their light shines forward in front of the lampstand. So Aaron did this. He set up the seven lamps as they reflected their light forward, just as the Lord had commanded to Moses. The entire lampstand, from its base to its decorative blossoms, was made of beaten gold. It was built according to the exact design the Lord had shown Moses back in Exodus 25. Verse 5, Then the Lord said to Moses, Now set up the Levites apart from the rest of the people of Israel, and make them ceremonially clean. There's a lot of visual in this. God wanted the people to watch and see, uh, this is very important to me. Do this by sprinkling them with the water of purification. Have them shave their entire body, wash their clothing. Then they will be ceremonially clean. Have them bring a young bull, a grain offering, a choice flour, moist with olive oil, along with a second young bull for a sin offering. Then assemble the whole community of Israel and present the Levites at the entrance of the tabernacle. When you present the Levites before the Lord, the people of Israel must lay their hands on them. Raising his hands, Aaron must then present to the Levites, present the Levites to the Lord as a special offering from the people of Israel, thus dedicating them to the Lord's service. What are you going? We're setting these people apart. These people are special. These are servants of the Lord. They've got certain rules, what they can live, what they can do, what they can't do, what they can eat, what they can't eat. These are a special bunch of people. Verse 12, next, the Levites will lay hands on the heads of the young bulls, present one as a sin offering, the other as a burnt offering to the Lord to purify the Levites and make them right with the Lord. Then have the Levites stand in front of Aaron and his sons, raise your hands, present them as a special offering to the Lord. In this way, you will set the Levites apart from the rest of the people of Israel. And the Levites will belong to me, God says. I want all the ceremony done to let everybody know. These people belong to me. They have a special duty to perform. This way, uh, they may go into the tabernacle and do their work because you have purified them 
and presented them as a special offering. Of all the people of Israel, now this, this is real special, of all the people of Israel, the Levites are reserved for me, God said. I have claimed them for myself, placed them all uh, of the firstborn sons of the Israelites. I have taken the Levites as their substitutes uh, for all firstborn males among the people of Israel are mine. Both the people of animals, I have set them apart myself on the day I struck it down, the firstborn sons of the Egyptians. Yes, I have claimed the Levites in place of all the firstborn sons of Israel. And of all the Israelites, I have assigned to the Levites, Aaron and his sons, I will, they will serve in the tabernacle on behalf of the Israelites and make sacrifices to purify the people so no plague will strike them when they approach the sanctuary. That's what you're doing this, so they'll be protected. I'm setting them apart so they'll be protected. Verse 20. So Moses and Aaron and the whole community of Israel dedicated the Levites carefully following all the Lord's instructions to Moses. The Levites purified themselves from sin, washed their clothes, Aaron lifted them up, presented them to the Lord as a special offering. He then offered a sacrifice to purify them and make them right with the Lord. After that, the Levites went into the tabernacle to perform their duties, assisting Aaron and his sons. So they carried out all the commands that the Lord gave Moses concerning the Levites. Verse 23. The Lord also instructed Moses, this is the rule the Levites must follow. They must begin serving in the tabernacle at the age of 25. They must retire at the age of 50. After retirement, they may assist their fellow Levites by serving as guards at the tabernacle, but they must not officiate in the service. This is how you must assign duties of the Levites. And so we're going to kind of cross over into this next chapter. God is so detailed. The hairs of our head are numbered. The days of our life are numbered. God is so good. But He, you don't get away with anything with God. I, I remember as a kid, you thought, well, nobody was watching. Nobody heard. No, God hears and sees everything. There are recording angels that record every idle deed, every idle thought. God sees everything, knows everything. No, we can't even think something that God doesn't know what we think before we thought it. God said he saw our mother and our father before they ever met. God's all-knowing, everywhere, all the time. You can't get anything past God. The Bible says some incidents are dealt with in this life. Some incidents will be dealt with in the next life. But nobody anywhere gets away with anything. Ooh, this is good. Okay, this is chapter 9 of Numbers. A year after the Israelite departure from Egypt, the Lord spoke to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai. In the first month of that year, he said, tell the Israelites to celebrate the Passover at the prescribed time. At twilight on the 14th day of the first month, be sure to follow all my decrees and regulations concerning the celebration. So Moses told the people to celebrate the Passover in the wilderness of Sinai as twilight fell on the 14th day of the month and celebrate the festival there just as the Lord had committed Moses. But some of the men had been ceremonially defiled by touching a dead body, so they could not celebrate the Passover that day. They came to Moses and Aaron that day and said, we have become ceremonially unclean by touching a dead body. But why should we be prevented from presenting the Lord's offering at the proper time with the rest of the Israelites? Moses answered, wait here until I've received instructions 
for you from the Lord. What Moses say? Well, I'm not sure, but I'll go ask God about it because he's got an opinion. (laughs) This was the Lord's reply to Moses. Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. If any of the people now or in the future generations are ceremonially unclean at Passover time because of touching a dead body or they are on a journey and cannot be present at the ceremony, they must still celebrate the Lord's Passover. But they must offer the Passover sacrifice one month later at twilight on the 14th day of the second month. They must eat the Passover lamb at that time with the bitter salad greens and bread made with that yeast. They must not leave any of the lamb till the next morning, but and they must not uh, uh, break any of its bones. They must follow the normal regulations concerning the Passover. Verse 13, those who neglect to celebrate the Passover at their regular time, even though they're ceremonially clean and not away on a trip, they'll be cut off from the community of Israel. If they fail to present the Lord's offering at the proper time, they will suffer the consequences of their guilt. And if foreigners live among them, want to celebrate the Passover of the Lord, they must follow the same decrees and regulations. The same laws apply, apply to both native-born Israelites and to the foreigners living among you. Look, God said, I'd like everybody to participate, uh, but they're going to have to follow the same rules. Verse 15, on the day the tabernacle was set up, the cloud covered it. But from evening to morning, the cloud over the tabernacle looked like a pillar of fire. This was the regular pattern. At night, the cloud covered the tabernacle and had the appearance of fire. Whenever the cloud lifted over the sacred tent, the people of Israel could break camp and follow it. Whenever the cloud settled, the people of Israel would set up camp. In this way, they traveled and camped at the Lord's command whenever he told them to go. Then they remained in the camp as long as the cloud stayed over the tabernacle. If the cloud remained over the tabernacle for a long time, the Israelites stayed and performed their duty to the Lord. Sometimes the cloud would stay over the tabernacle for only a few days, so the people would stay for only a few days that the Lord commanded. Then the Lord's command, they would break camp and move on. Sometimes the cloud stayed overnight and then lifted the next morning. But the day or the night, the cloud lifted the people broke camp and moved on. Whenever the cloud stayed above the tabernacle for two days, a month, a year, the people of Israel stayed in the camp and did not move on. But as soon as it lifted, they broke camp and moved on. So they camped and traveled as the Lord, as the Lord commanded, and they did whatever the Lord told them through Moses. Now, this is early, early on in following God. What you going to do? I'm going to do what God tells us to do. When? When God tells us to do it. I'm going to do what God tells. And it was very visual, just very, the pillar of fire, the, the, the cloud. What are you going to do? I do what God does. When? When he says to do it, where are you going to go? Where God goes? When? When God says to go, we're going to stay here because God's staying here. Why are you staying here? Cause God's staying here. Where are you going to go? I'm not going until God goes. I'm not moving until God moves. I'm not doing anything unless God does it. It was just like the Christian today. You know, we're, we know we're children of God. Because we're led by the Spirit of God. How do you know you're a child of God? I'm led by the Spirit of God. Have you ever seen God? Nope, but I know he exists. He leads me. And so how can you know that? Well, I know God. How do you know? Well, I'm, that's how I know I'm born again. Have you ever seen God? No, I don't need to see him. I know he's alive. I know he exists. It's what we do by faith. 
by faith. You know, we go through Hebrews chapter 11. So it's just a powerful verse. And so what we need to do is like, what are you going to do? So well, I'm going to do whatever God tells me. You afraid you're going to miss it? No, I can't miss it. God will get my attention. God may talk to me not going to sleep. May talk to me in a dream. May talk to me during the day. May talk to me through a friend. May just have a thought. God will never leave me nor forsake me. That's a promise. And so how do you know where you're going? I'm going where God leads. You know, I remember when I was in the business world, I worked for three different companies, four years each. I loved my job. People say, how'd you know to leave? I just had a thought one day. I think I'm through here. Where are you going to go? Well, I'm going to wait till another door opens up. But then when that door opens, I'm going to leave. Every place I ever left, they threw a party for me. And they hated to see me go. You know, you, you ought to be a blessing wherever you work. You ought to, you don't make them throw a party when you leave. Make them cry when you leave. Man, we sure hate to see you go, Joe, because I want to do a good job there. I want to be a blessing to everybody. And so leave everything and everybody better than you find it. So God will order your steps, direct your paths, guide and all truth, show you things come. And so it starts out in the Old Testament as a pattern. Where are you going to go? Wherever God goes. How do you know? Well, then we got the pillar and the fire. Well, to, today in the New Testament, we've got the Spirit of God in us. The same spirit that raised Christ dead lives in us. How do you know where to go? God will show me. How do you know where you're going to live? God will show me. How do you know what you're going to do? God will show me. It's not a game. It's not difficult. It's just we're led by the spirit of God because we're children of God. So it's just a powerful, powerful lesson. It's learned it, learned it hard, but they did learn it. So it's a great lesson. So thanks for tuning in today. Tune in next time when we go through the Bible verse by verse and book by book. God bless, guys. Thanks for listening. Be sure to join us Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to hear more of what God can do in your life. He's got a great future for you and your family, and we're here to help you get there. Please make sure you visit Joe McGee Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. There you find all of our Friday funny videos and other encouraging resources for you and your family. While you're at it, be sure to visit JoeMcGee.com. We have all sorts of materials, books, DVDs, you name it all there to help you, your marriage, and your family succeed.